In today's year, we are going to discuss the second stage of the transaction process, and that's the concept of mechuser amona. Mechuser amona literally means a person that lacks trust. He's an untrustworthy person. A person who verbally commits to a deal, he gave his word, and then he backs out for whatever reason, which we're going to see in, in later shiurim, in which cases there are valid grounds to retract, but otherwise, reneging on an agreement, a person who does such a thing is looked down by Chazal, we look down at such a person, and he's labeled the Mechuser Amona. And Mechuser Amona, as we said, um, is a label, and a label is something that sticks to the person forever, as we said multiple times, that even in Eilam Abba, a label given by Chazal remains, as Rukhain Kanievsky describes in Arachas Yosher. So now, where is the source of this halacha Mechuser Amona? It's a Gemara in Bab Metziah, Daf Mem Tesem Aleph. The Gemara in Bab Metziah writes that Devarim, the Itmar, Devarim, second wide line, Rav Amar Ein Behem Meshur Mechuser Amona, mere words would not be, according to Rav, a lack of trust. They do have a status of Mechuser Amona if a person retracts or reneges on a verbal agreement. May Sevei. Rabbi Yossi asked the question, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, Oymer, Ma Tamad Loymer, Hin Tzedek, V'haloi Hin Bechlal Eifahaya. The word Hin in the Torah is referred to as a measurement, but it can also have a play on words, which means Hin, yes. Hin and, and Ein would mean Lav. So the Gemara says, the Gemara Darshans, we use this extra part of the Pasuk, which could have been left out since it's included in the measurement of an Eifah, because we want to teach something with the terminology of hint. The yes that you say and the no that you say should be tzedek, should be righteous. It means to say if you commit to something verbally, you should not back out. Rashi, If you say yes or no, keep your word. And make them just. Means to say, do not retract. So this is the halacha of Mechoser Amana. Now the Gemara a little bit later on writes that this halacha, which is said not only for monetary agreements, but even for gifts. If a person tells somebody he's going to give them a gift, they, the person has to keep their word. But the Gemara classifies this halacha of a gift. And the Gemara says as follows, at the bottom of the bar on the right, that if a person um, gives their word that they're going to give a small present to someone else, and there's a smichas das, and smichas das means to say they relied on the promise, therefore the person would not be able to back out, even though it's only a gift, and even though he's doing it on, sort of out of the goodness of his heart, Still, since the recipient relied on it, therefore a person should not retract. Now, it's obvious that if it would be a large gift, on the other hand, um, that would be considered a problem, uh, that would not be considered a problem because a larger gift is something that a person would not rely on necessarily because he may view that as an exaggeration. Someone promises to give their friend the car as a gift. Obviously, there's an exaggeration there. And therefore, 
um, it would not be mechos armana. Again, that would obviously depend on the person and the level of their means or whatever, you know, if they're able to afford it. In certain circles, that would be considered maybe a matana muetas, but um, for the general public, that would be considered a matana maruba. Now, you, now again, it, depending on the person, you would have to judge. But just as a marshal, that would be the that would be an example. So this helps. The Gemara is teaching us something that which we would imagine is common sense. If a person gives their word to somebody, then to back out from the word um, would be simply improper. The Gemara tells us that besides it being improper, it's actually a halacha on the Torah. You have to keep your word. It's a halacha on Shulchan Aruch, brought down explicitly in Simon Reish Dalid, in the next page of the Mara Mekoymas. Se'iv Zayin, the Mechaber, Shulchan Aruch writes, Anoisei v'noisei b'dvarim b'lvat, a person who conducts business at the stage of only a verbal transaction, means to say they committed to the purchase. Ha'reza ro'i lo'i lamed b'diburoi, it is fitting that he should keep his word. Even though he did not receive any money. Obviously, you're talking from the angle of the seller. And there was no collateral given. If either side retracts, reneges on the agreement, even though it's not at the level of actually receiving cash, which would include... Um, a mishapara curse of a person tries to retract at, after already paying cash. Now we're talking prior to any cash transfer. It's considered nonetheless dishonest. And chachamim do not view this person favorably. So this is halacha known as mechuser amona. Mechuser amona again is telling us that a person has to con- conduct even his verbal transactions with a certain integrity and, and not um, just, think, just be frivolous and change their mind without second thought. Now there's a discussion in the Sefer Michas Pitim, one of the most important commentaries in Chesh Mishpat. In Simon Reish Dalit over there, the Minchas Pitim writes that it's actually unclear if the source of the Isser is considered biblical or only rabbinical in nature. And he says that it depends on if we learn it out from the Pasuk of Hinsadik, which the Gemara brought down. An alternative Pasuk, which is also quoted in the Rishonim, is from the Pasuk of She'eris Yisrael Le'asu Avla, which means to say that a Jew will not do an injustice. So the Mechaz Pitim says that if you hold, you learn it from the Pasuk of Hinsadik, it comes out that the Isser to back out is actually a deraisa, not just a derabonon, and it's a deraisa concept. And if, it would, on the other hand, if it's only because of Sheiris Yisrael Asa'avla, it's more of a smichas hakra, and therefore it would not be a deraisa. Now, I'd like to speak out that which is, we mentioned before in passing, that a small present is considered mechos ramana vis-a-vis a larger present which would not be considered mechos ramana. So the question is, how exactly do we decide what's a large present and a small present? So we mentioned in passing that it would depend on the person's financial standing. And the Chubas B'Tzela Chachma discusses this in Simen Kuf Nun Ches, and he writes as follows, Baram, loy re'isi mevur b'divir rishoyinim asher iti, v'gam loy b'mfarshe al shulchanar ha'chesh mishpat l'var man nikra matonu mu'etas. What's considered a small matono, the havi b'chazorosim mechosor amono, 
that's considered a mechusa amana if someone retracts from that. What's considered a large presence of Mutalay Lachsa by Mami Rasai. But on the Medivia Shas, a cause of the time the Maton Muet is Yeshba Mishum Mechusa Amana, Mishum the Samcha Daitayu, Hainu Shasamcha Daitisham Makabashev Tihu Kalatna Shogunar. That the essence of the problem of Mechusa Amana is that it's, it's connected to the trust and the reliance of the recipient. If he trusted that the person is going to give it to him, means to say he views that person because of that person's financial standing as someone who can afford this present, therefore he is he relied on it, and therefore it's not going to be fitting for the person to retract from it. On the other hand, if it would be a larger present, then a person um, would not take that seriously, and therefore it would not be considered a chosra mono, and um, depending, and since he's not, he, cannot, he's, he doesn't have that, He's not in that class, therefore the halacha mechosamana would depend on that. That's how the Chubas B'tzal HaChachma explains it based on the Gemara, which is fitting very nicely in the Lashon of the Gemara and the Shulchan Ar. Later on in the, in the piece of B'tzal HaChachma, he writes that an, there's actually a very interesting application of this, and that is if a person tells their friend that they are going to sell them a piece of property. A piece of property, or give them a gift them a piece of property, in that case, even if the person could afford it, it may be viewed as a maton maruba. As the B'tzal Chochma writes, by the, uh, in the, in Sifche, in Eishches, a befrat l'amavur b'seifem mishnah rishoyna. The ha'oymer liti l'chaveri karka, ve'eni ha'oymer b'diburi lo'y havi m'chosra amona, he's not considered m'chosra amona, only someone who intended to give, who promised a small present has a problem. Real estate, even a small gift of real estate, is considered by many people as a large gift because of its eternal value, the fact that it lasts for a very long time. Therefore, we can view it as a mechosar as as a matana meruba, and there would not be an issue of mechusar amana. Vilachein gamim ruvein ish amid. Even if ruvein the giver is is a rich person, the minul gabei and havi mechusar amana, I feel matana meruba mistavra. It makes sense to say that ba'ayim relitin karka chashiv matana meruba, and it would he would be allowed to retract, and it would not be a problem of mechusar amana. However, he continues to prove from the haflag subas that even in cases of fields, of gifting of real estate, th- even in those cases, there's a difference between a matana meruba and a matana muetas. And he wants to make it dependent on a machlaikas in Shulchan Aruch that applies to this. We're not going to go into this right now, but it's very interesting to note that there's this uh, opinion brought down in this B'tzal HaChachma that when it comes to real estate, anything would be considered grounds for retraction since... Real, real estate is, a very, um, is, a, is viewed very importantly by people, and therefore backing out would be something which could be expected, and you don't have a full smichas das until the transfer takes place. Now, let's say a person told a third party that they're going to give them something. I mean, I'm sorry, they're going to give something to someone else. In other words, Reuben told Shimon that they're going to give something to, to Pliny, and then he backed out. A, is, is that going to be considered a Mechus Ramana? So this is also discussed in the Sefer B'Tzel Chachma, 
in the on page Reish Lamed. Amar lechaveri etnei mana leploini. He told somebody else etnei lechaveri leploini. I'm going to give it to someone else. And and he had a whole list of different kinds of shilas that could apply to this. Is there isra So in that case, where he said it to a third party, in that case, he comes out there would not be any problem mana. And therefore, many times when people will tell someone else, I'm going to give so-and-so this and this present, and then so- that person goes and tells this so-and-so, oh, I heard you're going to get the present, and then he's upset that he didn't get it, it would not be a valid grounds for a taina, for a complaint, because saying it to a third party is not being, is not, would not have the grounds of a chosra mana.